Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I believe that everybody has a story. And I'm fascinated to hear them. So come with me as we take a walk down Fascination Street. Hey guys, welcome back. This episode is part two of Matt Motorator D'Andrea. In this episode, Matt talks about a mysterious new business he is in the middle of starting. He gives us a sweet buy now and hold car tip. And we chat about Dax Shepard, Sly Stallone, CarCast, and ShiftAndSteer.com. Enjoy, guys. I still love technology and I'm still pretty active in technology and help people put businesses together. But I just wanted to get into the automotive world as a career. I didn't know how or what I was going to do. So the big automotive aftermarket convention is called SEMA, Specialty Equipment Market Association. It's in Vegas every year. It's a huge thing and it's gotten bigger and bigger over the years. And so like... Nine years ago, I just went to the SEMA show, and it's industry only. I, I don't even remember how I got in. Somehow I got a pass or snuck in or something. And I just went to every booth that I could. Just soaking it all up? No, I just grabbed every. I was like, who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? And I was like, hey, my name is Matt. You don't know me, but you will. I'm going to keep getting in front of you. We're going to work together. And they're like, sure, kid, whatever. And uh, well, I wasn't really a kid anymore, but, <laughs> and I just, I, my, my thought was, you still look like a kid was, <laughs> well, thank you. Was that's how we built our internet company. Our internet company was just us just getting in front of people and telling them like, we can do this for you. We can do this for you. Just being good, just being honest, you know, uh, you know, we built Oakley's first website, Oakley really? sunglasses. Wow. And, I, I called them. I just cold called them. I was like, man, we need to build your website. And they're like, we're starting to get calls all the time. Everybody wants to build our website. And I was like, yeah, but we can do a good job for you. We can do the best for you. I said, Literally, this was a phone call? This is a phone call. You straight call. up cold called yeah. on the phone. Yeah. I just, but I hammered on it for months and months and months. Sure. And, and I said, I'm so confident we're going to do this. It's like, I'm going to build your website for free. If you like it, then you pay for it. If you don't like it, I'll throw it all away. It's out of my pocket. All my time, all my money invested in it, gone. And they're like, that's insane. You're nuts. Let's do it. We built it. They loved it. They loved it. They won a bunch of awards with it. Really? 
and you know, and that was it. And then from there, so it was, was like, that kind of your like? Did you do that a lot? I mean, that Oakley story can't just be an island, like. Oakley kind of got some. Like, Oakley's the only one where I made that offer. I well, just, why? I just wanted Oakley. Why? I just wanted them. Like I, as a kid, I remember before Oakley sunglasses. Like Oakley made grips for your BMX bike, mm -hmm. and I had them, and I just wanted them. I liked the idea of the company. I liked what they were building. Their image was just so coherent. They focused on their brand strategy and their look and their logo and everything. It's like I need to build their website. And I just went after them and went after them. You know, I went after other companies as well and I never got them, you know, but that one I really wanted and I was passionate about it. We went to Oakley's headquarters down in Irvine. We met with people. We toured the facility and it was like, we're going to crush this for you. And, you know, luckily we did. That's kick ass. So the internet, you know, when, when I changed careers and got into the automotive space, I just went to the SEMA show and I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to do something here and we're going to work together. And, then most people are like, great, nice to meet you, see you around, you know? So you didn't lose, like, a ton of money when the internet business went away, did you? No. You just lost new business. Like, you just I lost a career. Okay. So right. you didn't lose a shitload. Mostly because it was, like, it was depressing, you know? Right. It was just like, all right, well, we were doing really well. Everybody was really young. Some of our employees were like, I'm going to get married, and I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go do that. Right. And they all had a little bit of money, so I went to... I went and just like built hot rods with my brother for like a year. And I was like, I like the car thing. I'm going to see if I can do a new career with that. I went out there and I just got in front of people. And then I just kept doing it again and again and again and again. I just kept, kept going, going to these events. Just, just... just every event. Every event okay. I can get on a list for. It could be uh, just just a, a a mixer. Just cocktails with, you know, with Jaguar or something like that. The original just... networking. Yeah, that's it. Just, just old up. school networking. Just cool. get in front of people and be just like... But it was never like, you know, help me, help me, help me. It was always like, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? And that's all I wanted to do is, was to do stuff for other people. And, you know, it, it worked. And then I, through a friend, I met Adam Carolla. He's like, I'm going to start this podcast called CarCast. He's like, can you help me produce it? I was like, yes. No question in my mind, yes. Had no idea what a podcast was. Had really? no idea what producing it meant. But I just said yes. I'll figure it out. That's it. I just figured it just out. Like the website. And it turns out, it out all these people that I've been bugging for the past year saying I'm going to do something for you. Well, we we started to need guests for the podcast. And my idea was I don't need to book a bunch of celebrities for the podcast. I need to take interesting guys and interesting companies in the automotive space and put them on a podcast because nobody's even ever heard of them and they make cool shit. And I like cool shit. Adam likes cool shit. And the people who listen to the <laughs> and show. And people who liked it, turns out they like cool right. shit. <laughs> and the people who listen to the show are, is their audience. Like, that's who they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, right? So we started doing it. And guys that, like, own a company that makes suspension parts, nobody even ever heard of the guy. Somebody have had their parts, but they never heard of the guy. Now well, I didn't know that uh, I, I learned listening to that show years and years ago um, that... Uh, Dave Anthony, he makes wheels or something, right? He has a company that makes wheels, right, Dave Anthony? No? I don't... Who's Dave Anthony? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> maybe his name's not Dave Anthony. Uh, the, the guy from uh, Van Halen. Um, oh, Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony, I'm yes, sorry. Yes, Michael Anthony, yeah. He owns Bond Speed Wheels. Right, fan so, but, I, but I mean, I heard that on the show, yeah. and it blew me away. So, Yeah, because he's a car guy, you know, yeah. like... 
like Adam has mentioned like a guy named Gail Banks several times. Gail Banks owns Banks Engineering. He's, a, he's, a, he's like an innovator in turbo technology okay. and he's a bunch of land speed record stuff. Like guys like Gail Banks never did a lot of interviews and stuff because nobody cared to interview the innovators in the automotive space. They, in the, and, and in the aftermarket space, they only cared about the part. Do you make a good turbo? Does it work? That's it. So we Not started. Why do you make a turbo? Right. So we started getting into interviewing guys like Gail Banks and saying, why do you make turbos? And what's your background? Like you and I are doing right now. Like what's your background? How did you get into this? Right. You know, what was the first turbo thing you made? And, what, and the guy, and he's got this fascinating story. He's like, oh, I ended up getting hired by GM and I made all these turbos and I set these land speed records. And like, that's really interesting. Now a lot of the guys in this space, because of things like podcasting and then PR firms started getting the automotive aftermarket, and a lot of these business owners are famous, you know? Like you go to the SEMA show now, and it's not the race car drivers, not just the race car drivers and TV guys are signing autographs. It's the owners of the companies that are signing autographs. And I feel like podcasting had a lot to do with that. That makes sense. You know? So... now there's a world where, which I love because these are guys that worked hard to build a business. Some of them have been running a business for 20, 30, 40 years and nobody even knew their name. And now they've got a line of 75 people waiting for their autograph That's because crazy. you're like, because I respect what you've done. Not because you're just a famous guy, just because you built cool shit. And we love that stuff. That's you awesome. know? So it's a different world. So I feel like, we were probably one of the first in podcasting to recognize those people. And I'm sure that's true. And, and that's it. it. Like been we've like been doing it eight years, eight years, yeah. you know, um, eight years this past June. We've been doing CarCast. Happy anniversary. Thank you. You're welcome. Eight years of working with Adam Carolla. Wow. <laughs> I remember when he, when he first started adding shows, I guess eight years ago, you know, he had, he had Dave's of thunder and he had spider and the henchman, you know, with, but then he had a car cast, and I was like, I'm not really into cars, but I want to see what this dude's going to do with it. Like, yeah. Like, what is this comedian guy going to bring? You know, because he brings something to everything he does, and so I just kind of wanted to see what he would bring to. And to be honest, I stopped listening, but I listened probably for the first two years. I mean, religiously. I, it was great, and now I'm just listening to so many podcasts. That's the thing. There's just so many now. You've got to so really many. pick the things that interest you the There's most. There's over a half a million podcasts on iTunes. Yeah. That's insane. It's pretty crazy. And I, I don't I, know I what was the first. I feel like Adam kind of started off turning it into a mainstream thing, and uh, he did well with that. It, uh, I know the, the podcast's been around for a while. Yeah, there's there's a few, um, there's a few, you know, I guess you would say big big boys in the, in the but he's he's definitely one of the kings there's only like two or three and he's up well there. he's, he's turned it into a business a huge business he's turned it into a real business and and when he started doing that nobody was turning anything into a business now everybody like kevin pollack has been doing his show for about as long they just like i went and sat in while they recorded episode 314 which is not adam numbers but they only do it you know, a couple, a couple times a month or something. Yeah. Adam does it every day. But at one point, Kevin Pollack was trying to figure out how to stop losing money. Because, like, when, when Adam first started doing uh, ACS, you know, he couldn't sell commercial time or anything because he was still under contract with CBS. Yes. And he had a no, non-compete. And so 
I think Adam said when, when he first started, uh, his just his bandwidth was costing him ten thousand dollars. It month. was, yeah. It was actually very depressing. Um, it was depressing for him because he wasn't sure if this was going to be his career or not. And I remember the day. I don't remember the actual date, but I remember the day where I saw it in his eyes. I had a conversation with him, and it shifted. He's like, "This is going to be my career now." And from that day on, it everything was changed. Everything was changed. He just turned down everything else. People were like, do you want to do this TV show? Do you want to do this? Do you want to write for this? Do whatever. And he's like, fuck it. No, I'm just going to do podcasting. I'm going to turn this into a real thing. But it, it wasn't when I first started. Like, right. we all kind of struggled. Like, Adam, will you do this? Will you do the show? Will you do this thing? And he was still a little hesitant because it was so new. And he had a family to provide for. And, and he, no job. And, and he, he was he not going to get paid. Job, right. And now he's blowing through that contract money, you know, CBS paid him to not be on the air and for the year. that $10,000 a month was just bandwidth. He had all the other expenses. He, he had his warehouse. He had people he had there. People. Like, we all were working for free. I worked years for free because I just believed in what he was doing, and I liked the guy. You know, um, uh, and now he's turned it into a multi-million dollar operation. It's an operation. empire, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, believe me, it's tough to, to make money in the podcasting world, I mean. And we've had a lot of conversations about it. But everybody that works at, at Corolla Digital, they're all great guys, a bunch of young guys. But um, I've run businesses in the past. And I don't know that anybody else over there has. So I had a lot to relate to Adam and say, hey, you're starting a business. So, you know, I, I understand that you're struggling with insurance and sales commissions and payroll and and employees and time cards and like I get what you're doing, and uh, and I think he he got that I understood it, and maybe that's how we we sort of became friends as opposed to you know just doing a podcast together. Right. I, I don't know how we keep circling back to that dude. That's funny. <laughs> so so you're in. Damn it, Corolla! You're everywhere. This guy. <laughs> uh, so so you moved here and you you're you're getting into the automotive space. And like, when did you know that? So you said you decided on kind of on a whim to just get into the automotive space. Yeah. So like, when did you know that that was going to work? Like that it was going to be viable? Oh, I don't know. I, I think I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> uh -huh. Trust me, I made more money in the internet space than I've ever done in the automotive space. But and and I've had fun in both of those careers. You know, the first from 19 to I don't know. 30 or something i was in the internet space and now from the last 10 years i've been in the automotive space i guess automotive space it's a little bit entertainment it's a little bit podcasting you know i've hosted other car shows and things like that um which which i enjoy but i like what i'm doing i still kind of feel like this isn't where the money is and i am kind of uh, recently i this past year i've been really been itching to start a new company oh really and i i just, to, just out of creativity or just because yeah because i kind of miss the the sort of being the entrepreneur i miss the idea of of like on a freelance basis i've written several business plans and help people raise money and and i haven't had a chance to do that for myself in a long time so i miss kind of doing that so i've been working with my longtime business partner a guy named doug uh, he's a great guy, super smart guy. He's he's always been the CFO of all of my businesses, 
and we just sat down and I'm like, I'm kind of, I, I don't want to say bored because I love what I do and I'm not going to stop doing the automotive stuff and the podcasting, but there's this need in the business world that I'm, I'm not fulfilling. And that, that part of me is bored. So I sat down with him and I was like, I'm going to come up with something else. So we've been working on an idea. It's sort of snowballing into something that's kind of cool. Cool. Uh, and maybe it's another podcast one day right. once we get things going. But um, uh, we've got that going. Um, but for now, I, I, I do love what I do. I've been very, very fortunate. I, I cannot even tell you how much. Running the internet company that I ran with the best guys in the world, all of those employees that work for us are friends of mine today. Really? And yeah, they're they're amazing. <laughs> That's you know? awesome. And Adam Pizzoni is doing so well. His brother David, that we started the company with, he's doing well. And you know, David's got family, he's got kids, and and you know, and they've all moved around, so I don't get to see them all the time. But I mean, I grew up with these guys. He's my best friends in the world. They're doing so well. I mean, uh, I'm so happy for them. But I love what I'm doing. I love chatting with Adam about cars, and it it's. It really is kind of a low-stress environment. It's fun. I mean, talk about taking your hobby and turning it into a career. Yes. Am I going to make millions of dollars a year playing around with cars? No, I'm not. Adam's not going to make millions playing around with cars. He's right. going to make millions doing his other stuff and spend it on cars. Or I'm going to spend it for him. <laughs> Which, it turns out, I'm not so bad at. Spending other people's money, yeah. I'm not so bad at. There you go. So i got to figure out like what's... You know, this. Uh, I'll start a new company, but in the meantime, I, mean, I was so on the phone with Adam last night about space? what's that. Is it not going to be in the automotive space? This it's not going to be in the automotive space it's because like a whole different. Third yeah, direction. because I'm having so much fun what I'm doing now. If I add that level of stress to it and uh, turn it into something where I absolutely have to make money off of, right. yeah, I make money in, in what I'm doing. I don't make a ton of money, but I do make money, and and I get to live out here in California and Santa Monica and be near the beach and and have some fun. And got a couple of cars, and 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 I can go to Adam's shop and work on my cars, and and do that. Um, and you know, Adam and I were talking about our Monterey trip that's coming up, and you know, is he going to buy? Is he going to sell? What are we racing? Where are we going? And you know, some meetings and who we're going to meet with, and right. it's fun. You know, Sonny, his boy is eleven now. He's gone with us the last two years. Adam's been waiting his whole life to be able to take Sonny to this event. And Sonny's the best kid ever. He's so good. And he goes with us now, and he has a great time. So it's going to be so much fun. You know, so we're going to start talking almost every day about Monterey and the trip and what we're going to see and what cars we want to look at. And That's a really cool. You know, we, we play the car world like the stock market. Really? Yeah. Just buying and selling, baby. Just buying and selling. I'm going to have to go put money in the meter. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back. Got to feed the meter, man. Yeah. Was... You go outside, the beach is right there, you can smell the ocean. Welcome to Santa Monica, buddy. Yeah, uh, I think before I take off, definitely going to go put my feet in the water. I've never been. Do that. And it, what, uh, is that the go Pacific? to the pier, the pier's the right here. Ocean? Yeah. Yeah, I've never been to that. The uh, Santa Monica pier is right here. Go up there, walk down the pier. It's always a freak show. It's awesome. You go down the you end. Say a freak show. Yeah. Oh, it's, cool. It's a freak show, um, but it, it's it's super fun. And then get to the pier, look around, look back, look at all the buildings, and then when you go home, you'll realize 
how many movies you've watched over your life and you realize yeah. all of that shit has been in the, every movie that you've seen forever. Awesome. If you go down to the end of the pier, there's a, there's a great Mexican restaurant called Marisol's down there. Okay. Get yourself a, a margarita while you're in there. And then outside the restaurant, kind of on the other side of the pier, there's great old photos of the pier, and there's like a timeline. The photos are in order, and you can see the history. Oh, really? From like the 1920s up to whenever, and they're like, we built the pier, and then a hurricane came, and it smashed all down, and we rebuilt it, and and you can start to see which wow. buildings were built when, when you look back. And oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, shit. it's super fun. Also, you can ride the roller coaster, play video games, and ski ball if you want. Ski ball? What's yeah, a? That's ski ball. It's ski ball, right? Yeah, that's Right, where you, it's like like you bowl the yeah, like ball, the bowl yeah. into the, the five hundred or the 50 yeah, 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 yeah. That's called ski ball, I think. That's really cool, man. So you can you, win a bunch of tickets and get like a like one of those trolls that fits on the end of your pencil, <laughs> <laughs> like like something like that. Like cost me forty dollars <laughs> in ski ball, awesome. and so, you win like a troll. So do you live near here? I live, yeah, I live in Venice. Oh, I, I don't know what that means. Is yeah, that it's, close to here. It's five minutes away. That's awesome. Out of that area. So when do you think you're going to get more rolling on this new, whatever this new project is? Yeah, so the new business, and, and it, there's not a whole lot to talk about right now, but um, uh, the first draft of our business plan was finished last night. Oh, really? That's right. So super, super new. Super new. Oh, cool. Are you excited? Worked out last night. I am excited about it once i start getting into it start writing when i sit down and start writing i get more excited about it and then you sit there and you're then you start scratching your head you're like how come nobody's done this before what's going on and then, oh, so you're then you start doing more research and uh you start doing more research into why like why hasn't but yeah the big thing is is we've we we've went ahead and filed all of our trademarks and copyrights oh, cool. and, and all that stuff so that stuff is in there. We're just waiting to hear back on that. But uh, it's going to be fun. I just, I'm excited about starting something new. That's fine. We'll have to have you back on to talk about it once it's, a, once it's a thing. Yeah, there'll be a whole new life story there. This story's been boring as shit. Nobody cares about building an internet company. You think that. <laughs> you think that, like, but, but see, not everybody lives in California. Not everybody knows. Like, all your friends probably started. I mean, out here, everybody started an internet company or some shit. It seems that way, yeah. Yeah, like believe me, guys are more successful at doing all this. I'm not sure I took the, I'm not sure I took the right path. I took the most fun path, not the most financially viable path. I mean, when you're laying on your deathbed and you're dying breaths, you're not going to be thinking I should have made more money. I will be thinking I got to drive an F1 car. Oh, you did. I did. Yes. When was that? I I was invited to an event and there's a track. It's a brand new track, like a. I don't know, like a club, like a country club kind of track. Okay. In Palm Springs called Thermal. Called what? Thermal. Thermal. It's like, I don't know, it's Thermal Raceway, Thermal Racetrack, something okay. like Thermal Club, something like that. But there's there's these handful of these tracks around the country where you buy like a membership, like a golf course membership. And you can like go out there and you can like store a car and race your car and train and do whatever you want. That sounds but it's so like, but it's cool. like super nice and, and, super and like over at this thermal place, they built like these million dollar condos and you can like buy one if you want and you can keep your cars in the garage. And instead of like a view of the golf course, you get a view of the track. That's fucking and it's, awesome. It's awesome, right? Hey, streetwalkers, here's a word from our sponsors. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get back into it. So somebody invited me out there to like come out here, train a little bit, do like a day of driving like a Lotus, one of the supercharged Lotus street cars. Are Lotuses cool anymore? They they are. I mean, because they used to be cool and then they kind of weren't. Because yeah, of the there's Esprit. nothing like. It was the Lotus Esprit that made them not cool, right? The the Esprit I kind of like. By the way, not a bad investment car. Super inexpensive, really? and I think they'll start to move one day. Start to go up in value, and you can have fun with them. Really? Um, so they Any put me in this car. Year? I can't say for sure. I mean, I like the later ones because of the look, but probably everything in that market is the earlier, the more, the more valuable. But also, the earlier, the shittier. Right. You know, like if you want to drive it. So if you're looking for an investment car, you're looking for like the lowest amount, the lowest units produced. That's it. Anything special. Like if you look at a Lotus Esprit, for example, uh-huh. and you're like, there's the V8, there's the four. And then there was like an S4S. It's like a higher horsepower version of the four cylinder. Mm-hmm. That's probably the one you want. And then like, if Just you look at a world so of Lotus Esprits that are 20 to 30 grand, the S4S is maybe 35 or 40, but it's probably worth it. Gotcha. Anyway, I went out there, I drove these Lotuses around the track, and at the end, they're like, okay, we're going to put you in like a 2010 Lotus V10 naturally aspirated F1 car. It's detuned a little bit. How did you get invited to this? i super lucky, man. I just like, they wanted, they're launching this new program. You know, they they launched a program and they, you know, like they invited a handful of media people out, like a couple people, and they're like, you know what, we'll put you in a car. And then if you go back and tell the world about it, we'd love that. I was like, deal, let's do it. I always try to go like way above and beyond with that, you know? So I went out there, I drove this Lotus, then they put me in an F1 car and I just went crazy. Like I felt like I was doing the fastest lap times in the world, like I was the best driver. And I bet from a distance, I looked like I was driving like a Yugo around the track. And they're like, that's the slowest guy. Like, I'm like, it's so fast. And people are like, that's the slowest lap time ever. Like, your sensation of speed in the car. What is all that noise? And so I, I, somebody's trying to, like, break into... This, this is, like, the nicest hotel out here. Oh and people are smashing down walls so or something. Weird. So it was fun. And then I liked it so much that I, I had those guys come in and bring one of their F car, F1 cars... To the, to the studio. Oh, really? And, and you know, I got in it, and I told Adam, I was like, you got to get in it. you got to see. So when they do that, do they trailer it? Like, the Yeah, yeah, work? they trailered it. Most of the cars that come visit you are on trailers, right? Actually, a lot of them are. 
Yeah, a lot of them are. Because, I mean, it's not like you can drive that shit down the street. Especially not, like Even if you said, can, people don't want to get their cars messed up. Right. You know, like somebody spends $300,000 building a crazy hot rod. Like, they don't want it messed up. Yeah. You know, but that, that was sense. super fun. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's going to be the thing. I'm going to, like, someday, I'm not married or anything, but someday I'm going to, like, my kid, little, little, little Timmy or whatever, be like, Daddy drove an F1 car, and then I'm going to die. <laughs> that's your last thing it's not gonna be like I love you son I'll be like daddy drove an F1 car and I'm out <laughs> and I'm out that's really funny so you've never been married no wow what's that like um I've been married three so times three times yeah when you get married in high school that doesn't work so then you try again later and then yeah. that doesn't work and then wow the second one didn't work because I was working too much not being married in your 20s is good. Not being married in your 30s was actually better. And then toward the end of that, you realize you're getting older and fatter and grayer. And I'm like, all that shit's happening to me. And get hair growing like in places it. you don't want hair anymore. Sure. And you're like, yeah, now it's, now it's getting to the point where you're like, I don't know. You know what it is? I just got lazy. I just don't go out as much anymore. Like, really? I just... Yeah, like all my friends, like all my younger friends are like, dude, come out, come to the bar, come to this birthday party. I'm like, when? They're like, this is L.A., yeah. so keep in mind, in L.A., yeah, shit doesn't get started start till 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least, right? And you're like, yeah, I'm in bed by then, man. Are like, you? Yeah. you go to sleep early, wake up early? Uh, I mean, no, I go to sleep early, wake up late. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> like, you know, like somebody on a Sunday night, they're like, you should come out, come see this, come Somebody's having a birthday party and you should come out for that. And they're like, I know, but John Oliver's on Sunday night. And, <laughs> and although I know I can record that stuff, there's just something about watching last week tonight with John Oliver. <laughs> That's funny. You should have more, man. Say yes. Do things. I know. I used to be that. I used to say yes to everything. Remember, I still do. About but, the experiences, man. Go do it. Yeah. What's it like being married three times? Do you have kids? Uh, I do. I have two kids. They're uh, 24 and 25. And uh, kids are great. Kids are the... It's they're not even kids anymore. They get, they're get well, yeah, adults. I mean, do yeah, they I'm have kids? Are you no, a grandpa? No, I'm not a grandpa. Are you a grandpa? I'm not a grandpa. <laughs> no, nah, uh, because I made it look so hard. Neither yeah. one of my kids want to have kids for a really, really... Do you have boys or time. girls? I want of each, yeah. One of each, and they're just so like, wife nah, number one was in high school. Mm-hmm. That's where the kids came from. Yeah, that's where one of them came from. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, that's where the boy came from. Was the that's the only reason to get married in high school? <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see what happened there. And then, and then, uh, and then you're like, "This isn't for me." So you got married again immediately, I and then I had wasn't kid. like, "This isn't for me." Somebody else is. So like, I see. Somebody else is like, "You're not for me." Yeah. So, <laughs> so then I, you know, I, I tried to do it again because I mean, by then I had a little kid, and you know, and I feel like a a kid needs a, a an adult male and an adult female in the house, you know, to get a good balance. I mean, if you, if the parents aren't there, then I feel like there should be, you know, one of each. But, yeah, and then that didn't work out. But my third wife—I've been married to her for next week is 15 years. Wow! Congratulations. Thank you. And she is the most magical, special lady ever. 
she's just super amazing. And the girl is is her girl. We're we're a blended family. Um, but you know, I've been raising her for the last fifteen years. So okay. Like, but yeah, their kids are great. I think kids are the only reason. Do the like, kids live near there. you? Yeah, not too far. Uh, the daughter, she's away at college, but away is an hour and 11 minutes from my house. Yeah. So it's not like she's in Vanderbilt or anything. I, it can take me a lot, uh, an hour to get to the studio. Yeah, I'm sure. And that's it took me an hour to get here miles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It took 53 minutes to get from Burbank to here. Yeah. So that's cool. And then the son, he was, well, you know, four or five hours away in a small town. And then he just recently moved back. And so he'll, you know, nine minutes from my house or something at his apartment. So, yeah, it's really, it's, it's cool to have him close by. Yeah, that's awesome. good. And having kids so young, I feel like I have... Because my, my parents had kids young, too. And so as much as you can say that you and your parents are pretty close in age, that's kind of the case like yeah. with, with my dad. And so, I don't know, it was just kind of an interesting growing up with... You know, your dad's only you know, 17 years older than you or whatever. So you're in high school and he's 30, you know. So it's, you know, 32 or whatever it was. But yeah. So then, you know, I kind of had that with my, my kids too. So I feel like there's a little bit of extra bonding, I guess. Yeah. You know, maybe because you're so close. That's good. I didn't do that. My If, if I ever have kids, they're going to be like, I'm graduating from high school. They're like, I'm dead. Yeah. Well, make sure to you come check me out at the retirement home so I can go to the graduation. That's right. Yeah. After we graduate from high, like school, high school, come over to my house and wipe my ass. <laughs> I had, I had or feed like me or whatever. There was a guy, he, uh, he was graduating high school, and his dad was 74 years old. And he looked every bit of it going to graduation. Everybody was like, is that your grandpa? He was like, no, fuck off. No, that's my dad. But Yeah, that's going to be me. But I'm going to try to hide it. Like, I'll... I'm going to try to hide it. I'm going to be like, I'm going to moisturize or whatever you're you got to do. You're supposed to, right? Yeah. You're like, supposed to do that and then talk about what roads you used to get here. <laughs> yeah. I thought that uh, that sketch on Saturday Night Live, the Californians, I thought that was all bullshit. No. That's what y'all do. You came from Burbank. You took 101 to 405? I have no idea. I, <laughs> yeah. I turned when my phone told me. Yeah. To With uh, ways now, like, you never know. See, I don't use that just because uh, I don't think that in San Antonio and my little area of San Antonio, I don't think we have ways. I mean, if we do, I don't think enough people would use it for it to be accurate. So that's, that's what it needs. It needs a lot of people right, to be accurate. I don't, I don't think we have yeah. that. I don't think because, because the only, I've never heard anybody talk about ways except for on California podcast. I've yeah. never heard it in my town. I've never heard it with my friends. Nothing out here. It's like everybody uses ways. You're dumb for not using it. Right. And then you drive like two hours out of the side of town. They're like, Waze doesn't know anything. It's like really? it doesn't. Yeah, it's nice. like it tries. And well, the the uh, I love it. I guess but Google Maps or whatever that that tells me. Like on the way here, it was like in four miles, there's going to be a slowdown of four minutes, and then yeah, you know, in eleven miles, there's going to be a nine minutes. I think Google owns Waze. Oh really? Yeah. Well, that makes so sense. there's a lot of crossover. But the sure, channel. doesn't Google own everything that Microsoft Google owns doesn't? everything? Google probably owns you. Oh damn it. Those sons of bitches. Yeah, they probably do. Like, I wish they owned me. Yeah, right? <laughs> I feel like there's some sort of job security or maybe. maybe some insurance, something in there. Both of those things. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, Dear like, Google, I am for sale. Right? Dear Google. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you listen to Steve's podcast, call me up. So, like, when I went I went to Kevin Pollack chat show yesterday, and, yeah. and I got there, and it took me about 45 minutes because, you know, it's Third Street Promenade over there. 
I walked in and there's six or seven other people there, you know, there's, there's Kevin and the, the two other people that are on the show with him, which is his wife and Sam Levine. And then there's the, the makeup girl because it's a video podcast. Okay. And so, um, you know, there's the makeup girl and then there's the guy who's running the cameras and then the sound, you know, there's just, you know, I don't know, eight people there or something. And when I walked in, they were all talking to each other about traffic and how they got here and how long it took and what yeah. roads they used. And I was just kind of sitting in the corner, like, are they fucking with me? <laughs> like, so you're on the me? west side. If you're over by the beach, you're on the west side. And okay. if you don't live on the west side, mm-hmm. you dread hate. You really? dread going to the west side. Really? You know, Adam lives nowhere near here. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't know where he lives, but his, his So you're in Burbank, yeah. right? Adam is 10, 15 minutes in the even east of... Or something? Oh. No, he's in another town, oh. La Canada, but Oh, okay. La Canada? Yeah. Okay. And he's the another... The first time I saw that written out, I was like, I've never heard anybody talk about La Canada. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, out here, everything's got to be pronounced something weird. Rodeo. It's rodeo when you get there. It's rodeo. Yeah, I, I hear, on, a, on a live show once, um, I think Eric Stone Street... Yeah, was the was the guest? He's great. And Drew was on the yeah. on there also. And Drew asked Eric Stone Street if he used to be a rodeo clown. And then Eric would not stop fucking with him. He's like, "I'm sorry, did you just say rodeo, rodeo clown? clown? Like, what is wrong with you?" <laughs> but yeah, y'all y'all say some weird shit out here. Yeah. There was one. I passed a street, a sign for a street that was like, Chakwa Kwanga. No, it wasn't Koenga. <laughs> I figured that one out when I saw it, but this was, it was, on, it was on the way here. It was on a highway sign. It was, you know, the exit, whatever. But it was like Cha Pa Qua or Cha. I was like, what is that? Kind of weird. Yeah. yeah We've got a lot of that. I've got a lot of odd names. Yeah. But Adam never comes out here. Really? Yeah. Just because it's too far and it's the right. point in the end. Right. But he calls me and he's like, what's the temperature out there? I was like, 70. Eight. He's like, see, it's a okay. hundred at my house. So I was expecting <laughs> seventy-eight, eighty-two. Yeah. And then I, w- I was in a an Uber the other day, going. I guess I guess I looked at my phone and it said Van Nuys. So I guess I was in Van Nuys, and it said a hundred and four or a hundred and five degrees. Yeah, Van Nuys is in the valley. Like, what the fuck? Van Nuys is in the valley. That's shit. Yeah, it's been like, really it's hot. hot. Burbank yeah. is in the valley, right? Burbank. Yeah. Glendale, all that stuff. Yeah. And um, now you're starting to head east, man. You're really like, you're high. out there. Yeah. So, I, I just, but out here. Me away. So out here, it really is nice and cool? Yeah, it's nice. Well, that's cool. Is that why you live here? Yes. It's really? the only reason why. Really? The temperature? Like coming from Arizona, I was like, I'm not going to move to California, Where's pay twice the rent of Arizona, right. and have it still be 110 degrees. That's dumb. I came out here, like I left the studio the other day. I was sitting in traffic on the freeway. It was 111. And by the time I got to my house, it was legit 30 degrees cooler. That's so fucking shit. 30 degrees cooler. So I live outside of San Antonio, like I said, in that small little town. and That's the hill country out there where I am. And um, it's between 5 and 12 degrees cooler where I am usually. Yeah. But it still gets so hot. Man, it's lately. It was 30 degrees cooler for me. And I only went... 30 miles, 20 something miles. That's and not And not 20 miles directly east. Like I went south seven miles, eight miles. So I only went east 
maybe 20 miles. That is insane. You know, east to west, basically. I, right. I headed out to the west. I was in the east, and I headed out here. So whenever you're doing whatever you do all week long, do you just stay mostly on this in this area? Yeah. yeah. There, there is a little bit of advantage of, of doing what I do is is I do a podcast with Adam. I do another podcast, and I Where do you host do your various shows. Uh, and what's it called? It's called Shift and Steer. And uh, that one sometimes I do down in Orange County. But, again, doing these podcasts, it's like I'm lucky to be able to schedule them like 11 o'clock. 11 is perfect. I can hit the road by 10 right after traffic. I get to the studio. I get to Orange County. get anywhere I want in 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Bust out a show in an hour. Hang out a bit. If I'm at the studio, I'll go into the shop, talk to the guys about the car, see what's going on. Then hit the road. Be home in 45 minutes, right in that sweet spot of after morning traffic and before afternoon traffic. Nice. And then most of my work is done from home. Very cool. One of the things that I've noticed is that every house that I've been in, I've been in a few houses. Yeah. Um, since I've been here, nobody has their air conditioner on. What the fuck is that yeah, about? Yeah, that part I don't get. I don't understand that. Yeah, that part I don't understand. Like, I was at a couple of houses, I guess two in, in Burbank and then one... I guess it's in Glendale. Uh, oh, Eagle Rock. That's where it's oh, Eagle Rock. And that's kind of where Adam lives. He's oh, really? like a little oh, bit past. Like if Eagle Rock was really nice, that'd be where Adam lives. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but I'm just like, it's fucking hot in here. What do y'all? They don't have the windows open. They don't have nothing. Like they don't out there. Didn't in Eagle Rock didn't have air. Correct. I'm one point four miles from the water, like standing in the water, uh-huh. maybe 1.5 miles from my house to getting your feet wet at the beach. And in my apartment, I put air in there. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I? I can't, like, I was, I got out of that Uber and I was just sweaty like crazy, you know, because it was yeah. hot. It was just hot. I mean, they the Uber had the air conditioner on, but, you know, all the windows and it was just so hot. And then I got out, and I'm all dripping with sweat, and I walk in thinking I'm going to walk into, you know, a refrigerator. No, it was just as hot in there. Yeah. It's crazy. It, three houses. All three. Every house I've been in. And even when I was at the West Side Comedy Theater yesterday on the Third Street Promenade. There was if, no air If on. it was on, it wasn't working because it was hot as shit in there. Yeah, it probably doesn't have air. You'd be surprised how many apartments out here on the West Side, on the beach cities, no like, air. This is a, cl- a club, a bar. Like. I don't know. That's just crazy. You people blow me away. <laughs> you people. You the Californians. So you've been here for a couple decades or a decade? Yeah. December so, of 95, I moved out. So you're officially a Californian now? I think so. Cool. Do you, do not, you go I'm back like and a visit your family or anything? Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> do you go visit your family or whatever? Are they still back in... They're in Arizona. They're in Arizona. Where, um... Like, Parents are divorced, but they're all in, like, Phoenix area. Okay. I was there a year ago, yeah. Uh, they're out there. I go out there. Eh, you know, you know. mom's like, you got to come out here eventually. So, Have you been to Geronimo? Uh, it's outside of Sedona, I guess. Yes. It's, like, at the yes. top of this mountain. Yes, I have. That's crazy, going up that road. Yeah, Sedona's cool. That's nice. I mean, I'm I'm from Arizona, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, hot, yeah. it's stu- it's stupid. Those cactuses, we don't have those. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I went to a winery at the very top of that thing. Yeah, 
owned by the uh, dude from Tool, the singer. Maynard, yeah, yeah. Maynard James Keenan or whatever. Yeah, I heard about that. I haven't gone. Don't, I mean, you don't have to go. No. It's not worth it. I mean, like, I don't do like tourist shit right. in like, his wine's all right, but it's not worth it to go. It's really small. He's not there. It's just a couple of people who sort of know a little bit about yeah. his product line, but not really. And that's kind of it. You know, like the tourist stuff is weird to me, maybe just to me. Like, I lived in Arizona for a long time, never been to the Grand Canyon. Really? I've been out here in Arizona or in California since 95. And I went to the La Brea Tar Pits for the first time like two months ago. Really? Because a friend of mine, she was in town. She's like, let's go see it. I got a I day think, to blow. Let's I go. I was like, when, let's go to the tar pits. When people go see the stuff in their town, I think yeah. it's because somebody else wants to. That's it. Town. Yeah. But nobody else has ever asked me, you know, right. I was like, I was like, we can go do California stuff. And then I don't know. It's just like, I was like, there's the tar pits. I've never been there. So the California stuff that I'm doing while I've been here or I'm here, I mean, I ate at Tommy's. Mm-hmm. Burger play only because I saw it in a movie. Yeah. Have you seen Chips, the movie? With that I didn't Shepard? see it yet. Oh, my no. God, it is so good. Is it's, it? Yeah, like... I don't know that it did well. I don't think it did well. I mean, I'm positive it didn't do Dax well. Dax Shepard is a supercar guy. Yeah, he is a supercar yeah, guy. Yeah, so his mom, like, there's these press events where, like, they'd, they'd have a bunch of, uh, you know, press people come out or or people that bought, like, Corvettes. They'd have, like, a little day where they can go out to like the parking lot at Dodger Stadium. There'll be like cones set up and there's like 10 Corvettes. You can drive them around, you know, like an event. His mom was like the event planner for GM at those events. Holy! So when he was a kid, at like the end of the day, he would just get to drive Corvettes around the cones. So when he was like, I don't even know if he had a license, you know. And so he kind of grew up like doing that, like with his mom, I think. Um, wow. So he's like a super kind of car guy. Yeah, I heard him. I heard him on CarCast or years ago, I guess. Yeah, he was. Uh, dude, it's probably been. It's been a long time. Seven or eight years. He was one of the first guests. That's. Awesome. I talked to him a couple times at like some events, but I was going uh, to interview him while I was here, but he was out of town. Well, he said he was out of town. Yeah, might have just been. He works a lot. Off, you know, he's, he's he seems like a nice guy, um, but I know that he's him and D'Onofrio are making another move. D'Onofrio's in chips. Oh, he is. Yeah, that dude is so good. He's great, right? Everything he's done has been awesome. You should really see Chips, though. Like, it's it's a buddy comedy. Like, it is hilarious. I saw it three times in the theater. Yeah, uh, but I feel like you can. Out here, it would cost you $22 to go see it in the theater. Hey, Streetwalkers. Here's a word from our sponsors. Let's get back into it. Like, there's something about movies out here that just cost. Like, there's a dinner theater kind of thing. Like, you go in, you get a big lounge chair, you kick your feet up. In the middle of the movie, like, a waiter comes over and brings you, like, beer and food. Is that Arclight or? And it's not the Arclight. It's it's something else out here. We have that. It's probably 40, 50 bucks a person. Like, if you're going to go on a date and see a movie, like, you're probably, the ticket's like 20 bucks, and you're probably 25, 30 bucks into a meal. And a, and a beer per person. So there are nice restaurants out here. You won't spend a hundred bucks on two people, but you go see a movie. That's nuts. 
you have everything is like i haven't gone to a theater in forever really yeah well i mean your home theater is probably pretty dope right yeah and you know with everything online and streaming and everything else i was like you really don't have to wait that long i'm sure chips is online now because they're selling it's it's yeah it's gonna come out like any minute i feel like (laughs) it's gonna be out out already yeah because i I bought i bought the dvd before i left it was so good i loved it i watched it and then i took my wife to see it and then i took my son to see it it's so funny i did see fast eight in the theater i was i was in arizona with my little brother and he's like let's go see fast eight because he just wanted to hang out and go see a movie. And then he was being really sweet. He's like, let's go see something I think you'll like. And he's like, let's go see Fast 8. He? Uh, it's funny because I see him as like a little brother. Yeah, you make him sound like he's nine years old. <laughs> yeah, but he's probably like 33 oh, or okay. something. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's being super sweet. I'm like, what is he, nine? Like, yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, yeah, but he's like 30 or something That's or 30 funny. something. So yeah. did you enjoy it? Was it good? I haven't seen it. Yeah, it was like it's exactly what I expected. And then it, this is so insane. Is is uh, Adam and I went to an event like a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we're standing around, we're having this epic conversation with Sylvester Stallone, like so two you were and a half with hours. Him. You were with him. I was with him. Ah, yeah. hey. We had like a two and a half hour conversation with Sylvester Stallone. That's awesome. And it was, was that amazing. Was that a car thing or no? No, it was just had a thing. Yeah, and. <laughs> And then Vin Diesel shows up. Is is Sly a car guy? Not really. So I talked to his wife, Jennifer Flavin. She's like, you know, he used to have really cool cars. And then as the kids got older, he's got three girls. They're all like teenagers. They're all like 16 to 22 or something like that. As they got older, um, he got rid of some of his cars because all the girls have cars. And all of a sudden it's like... He's got a car. Jennifer's got a car. The three girls got a car. It's like, where, do, where are you going to put all these goddamn cars? Right. You know, because they're all just young, really super hot girls. Uh, so he got rid of a lot of his stuff, you know, to make room for the girls. Because he seems to be like a great dad. And she's a wonderful mother. And she's so, so nice. I mean, I mean, I just Then we met imagine. Vin Diesel. Yeah. How was he? He was awesome. Is he a car guy? You're like, not we, really. We didn't get too much into that conversation. So, like, no. I mean, and if he was a car guy, he would have been vomiting car stuff all over the place. I think he's a car guy, but we went in, we said hi, and he was, like, really nice, and, like, he didn't know us, gave us a big hug, and then... He did? Really? Yeah. That's cool. And then he was talking to Stallone, as you should, like, if you show up and Stallone's at, like, you know... Yeah, I mean, he's he's got a whole court, right? It was a friend of mine's birthday party, and uh, it was kind of a low-key affair with it with a handful of people and she's super sweet and i've been to her place a bunch of times and adam hasn't he's like why don't you come with me i was like okay i've been there let's go and then sylvester sloan we were there early salone's there early and he was amazing that's really cool he's a he that dude has worked hard in his life that dude has, has written, time. directed, acted, produced, and like all of his big hits. He's even in the movies where he doesn't have a director credit. Trust me, he's directed half that movie. Right. You know, the last movie, like Creed, for example, oh, man, great was movie. Was Wasn't good. that great? I it was loved excellent, it. I right? I really, really okay, loved it. Okay, well. I could not wait for that movie to come out. He is not the director. The director did a great job, but. He choreographed. Who was the director? It was the guy that did Fruitvale Station. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
young guy, um, and this was a big career move for him, and he's doing the Marvel movie Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh, he, or something. Yeah, he yeah. Out? He's getting paid a bunch of money for that, I'm sure. Oh, but, that makes sense because Michael B. Jordan's in that too. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan, I guess, is in all That's his That's his boy, right? Yeah. That's his, like, he the... He was Fruitvale. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, shit, that was good. Yeah, it was good. But even, like, Creed, Stallone choreographed and basically directed all the fight scenes. I could not believe that Creed was as good as it was. Like, because I was expecting, what was the last one, Balboa or some shit like that? Yeah. And that really wasn't that great. But, man, Creed, ooh, that was good. That was a good movie. That was really good. Oh, I was I was pretty pissed off when it when he didn't win, you know, when he didn't get the the trophy or whatever. Yeah, he didn't win. I think he got a Golden Globe, but he didn't get an Oscar. But you know, keep in mind that Hollywood is so much politics. And yeah, we were talking about earlier a guy who who kind of hasn't really moved away from radio. Remember, we talked about that one guy. Yeah, yeah, kind of hasn't broken free, and it might be because. He just pisses everybody off. He talks shit about everybody on the radio. Yeah. Talks shit about everybody at his other thing. And, you know, you burn bridges all over the place. Hollywood is so sensitive about this stuff. They're sensitive about uh, loyalty, mm-hmm. like what you say about other people, and they're sensitive about politics. And it's weird because, like, politics to me isn't, like, just left and right. There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of middle ground. Right. But if you're, if you're on the right... I don't know what that is. That rep- conservative okay. Republican. Okay. If you're Republican, I'm in so Hollywood, political. I don't know what right and left is. And yeah, but <laughs> if you're a Republican in Hollywood, even if you're very much the middle ground, but just lean a little toward the right, seems like Hollywood doesn't like you at all. Really? And was, Stallone's was the a- kind of guy that's like, you know, it says lean a little bit toward the right. And for that reason, I would say for that reason, I don't know who else big would say. Would he's just been kind of shunned by things, you know. His movies are good. His movies are successful. Whether you're a fan of Stallone or not, he's a talented dude. Yeah. Writer, director, you know, he's a talented dude. And he's got a crazy net worth of like $400 million, right? And he didn't do that by having a shoe company or an alcohol business. He did that in talent, Hollywood. Yeah. And he did that despite Hollywood not embracing him you know and he's done it on his own and he's had to write and produce and direct his own movies because nobody would really do it for him right like seth rogan like the only reason he writes the only reason he writes is because he wanted to be in movies and nobody would hire him so he just writes his own movie yeah so that's what sloan did and he's super successful and sort of paved his way but he's still at 70 71 years old you know, no one's going to give him an Academy Award, whether he deserves it or not. And I, and I don't mean for acting. I mean, maybe for directing, maybe for producing, maybe for whatever. They're just not going to do it because Hollywood just doesn't want to embrace that kind of thing, which is kind of shitty because the guy's worked hard and he's done well. And I think he's proven himself time and time and time again. But, right. you know, like he's the franchise king, man. That dies that all the Rocky movies, and Rambo movies and Expendable movies like. He knows how to build a franchise. Yeah, he does. You know, and that are super nobody, successful. Nobody thought that the... Uh, I like the guy. I have a lot of respect for the guy. And um, what, what's the, what was the most recent? Expendables. Nobody Expendables. thought that was going to work. When it, first, when it first came out, everybody was like, 
this guy? Like, what is he thinking? But then, boom, it made a gazillion dollars. Yeah. And then sort of the next So, like, Expendables 1 came out around the, like, around the same time as, like, A-Team with Bradley Cooper and right. Liam Neeson. Cool guys. Like those guys. They seemed like a fun movie. But you have to do the math on it and double-check my numbers. But I'm pretty sure that Expendables was mocked and it was made for a lot less money and made, made a, a lot, lot more, more money yeah. than the A-Team did, You're right? right on all so like A-Team, yeah. huge failure. Expendables, which was kind of a joke in the media, super successful because people love the idea. And it was funny and it was fun and it was entertaining. And you got to see all those dudes again. Yeah, and it was just like it was cool. And like, you know, it just, it was fun. It's exactly what you wanted, like a big shoot 'em up summer blockbuster. It was and fun. That's what Chips is. You're going to love Chips. I'm going to love Chips. I, I can't wait. It's I can't really wait cool. to see it. Um, it's going to be good. And of course, uh, Dax's wife is in it. Yeah, super hot. Well, she is super hot. And she's, she's, they don't shy away from that in this movie. Good. So that's a good thing. Did he direct it? He no? wrote it, produced it, directed it. He did. It. Yeah. Like he, he I wasn't the, sure if he directed. I know he wrote it. Yeah, he bought the movie rights, and yeah, he did everything. Like, yeah, good it. for Dax. Yeah, good for Dax. I hope they make another one. It'd be, it'd be great. Did if it make money? I don't know if it was super successful. Um, well, I don't know that it cost a whole lot because there's a lot of product placement in it. Like, <laughs> like a lot. A lot of product placement. Got to get, got to yeah. get it paid like Tommy's. Tom, I mean, he's eating at Tommy's, you know, and just. Dribbling chili all over his uniform and shit. And then, um, like, at one point, he actually says to his partner, he's like, I don't know, dude, I'm starving. We got to hit that Arby's that's at the end of the hill or whatever. I mean, like, there's product placement everywhere <laughs> that's funny. in this movie. So I don't know that that he got over his skis as far as how much it cost. But uh, let's kinda... find out. Oh, let's yeah. look it up. Look it up. We've got the we've got the the wonderful world of iPhones. Did you, did you build a IMDb also? It did not make money, sir. Yeah, it did not. It cost twenty five million to make, which seems cheap by Hollywood standards. And uh, so far, it it did eighteen in the U.S. and twenty five worldwide. So keep in mind that production budget doesn't include marketing, which is like another twenty million. Yeah, so another like twenty million. So they. They did not make money well, on this. Hopefully, they'll sell a shitload of DVDs. Yeah, it wasn't in the theater very long either. I actually heard him do some press about the movie, like he was on the Nerdist. Yeah, and they're like, "So let's talk about your movie." And he's like, "Nah, let's not talk about the movie. Let's just talk about whatever." So like, he was doing press for the movie where he didn't talk about the movie at all. He actually said, "Like, yeah, go see it. Don't go see it. Whatever." Like when it was coming out. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'll see it. Good. I'll watch it. It'll be good. It will be good. You'll enjoy it a lot, I think. Well, I don't want to keep you all day. I know you probably got other shit. That's good, do. man. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much for doing this again. I appreciate it. Thank you. And, Thanks uh, for having me. So where can people find you? You know, we've got... Uh, check us out uh, online. We have the two podcasts, if you like automotive stuff, or if you just want to hear us rant. And they're called? It's uh, CarCast and Shift and Steer. We're at carcastshow.com and shiftandsteer.com. And uh, you can just follow me on my social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere at Motorator. 
just like it sounds. It's M-O-T-O-R-A-T-O-R. Motorator. Follow me. Shoot me a message. I'll reply. Yes, you will. As That's I do. how this happened. That's how I do. Right. He does. Dude, right. this has been so much fun. Thank you so much, and good luck with your podcast. This is going to be exciting. I know you're going to head over to Corolla Digital and chat with the crew over there. That's going to be pretty cool. I'm It'll be fun. I'm excited just to see the cars, because Gary's going to let me. He's going to take me on a tour. He, Gary doesn't know a shit about any of oh, those I don't, cars. I'm not going to. I don't. I don't. I don't. I yeah. won't ask any questions. I just want to see him. All he can do is him. open the door. That's all I need. And say, <laughs> have at it, buddy. All I need is somebody yeah. to let me in. I mean, I'm not looking for a tour guide. I just want to see these beautiful machines. If he's going to show you, then have at it. It's going to be yeah. great. You're going to have like, a good can time. I take pictures? He's like, uh, some you can and some you can't. And I'm like, whatever. That's fine. Whatever. So Whatever the rules are, that's fine. In the car collection... There, there isn't anything in that room right now that you can't take a picture of. So have at it. In which room? In the big room with the cars. The, the others. The yeah, other you'll two. figure it out when you get there. Uh-huh. There's like a big room with cars. All right, cool. So everything I can take a picture. I mean, I'm not going to put it online. I just want. It's fine. Yeah, it. post it, dude. Post all right. it. It's and all then, good. And you said there's cars at the at the studio too. There's uh, two or three cars in there now. Those you can take pictures of as well. There, there aren't any cars that you're going to see that you can't take pictures of right Because everything now. So, else is somewhere else. So you're else. good. Were all, the, all the secret stuff is elsewhere? The secret stuff is elsewhere. Good. All right, cool. All the secret stuff. But uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. The pleasure was all mine. Thank you. Opening music is the song Magnolia from the 2014 album Intransigence. Used with permission from Douglas Miles Clark. Closing music is Apollo from the 2001 album Into the Known by the band Sapphire. Thanks for hanging out with us and getting to know a little bit about our guest. We'll see you next time on Fascination Street.